Fun Pop. What's up, every? Oh, I forgot to turn my camera on. Like I said, I would. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is oh, Fun okay. Pop. My name is Mav. Welcome to episode thirty. Um, I've been away for a while, and I maybe look a little bit different. It's okay though. Uh, we're here. We're live. Psychonauts is on his way. Supposedly, he's asleep. Um, no, he he he. Uh, I think he just woke up. Uh, how, how's everybody doing in the chat? I uh, hope you're ready for a fun show. Um, Jasper, are you ready for a fun show? How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> Psycho just put in the thing. I don't know if he need to log him into Zoom or not. Uh, he's not here. Oh, like, okay. I'll allow you into Zoom, uh, Psycho, <laughs> when you're here. It's taking forever to get into Zoom, he said. You got some it's nice okay. eyebrows under those glasses, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my wife is is not feeling the look, I don't think. Playing with some filters. <laughs> Playing with some filters, yeah. You know, um you gotta do what you gotta do, you know, like I I I feel like I look like crap still after the last week. So I was trying to, you know, um guy fietti it up a little bit, you know, put on a little flare. Uh, I don't think that's working for you. <laughs> okay. All right, so we'll lose, we'll lose some of the flair. Let me. The thing is, like, I have like five different things on. Okay, so we'll start off with no glasses. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's causing me a douche. We'll we'll lose the eyebrows, and then we'll lose the mustache and beard. That's all um, all all natural. Here we go. I'm here. It's me. Welcome to Flavor Town, she says. Yeah. Uh I hope everybody's doing well. Like I said, thanks for being here nice and early in the chat. G Bone back. Lovely wife, Caitlin. Um Jasper, what have you been up to, dude? Uh just playing Forza like everyone else on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah, it's a good game. I th- I feel like the game is taking the world by storm. I don't know if like it's just because I'm not playing Call of Duty right now, but like I've heard like nothing about Call of Duty. Like usually you hear something about it, but I was is it just because I'm not into it this year? Or like I don't know if it's just trash. <laughs> I saw somewhere where it like was number one selling game still for like the weekend or something like that. But like I, that's according to what I I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't sales numbers is hard to get now. Yeah, and, and it's like. You know, there's not as much re- like retail at in store right now still uh, across the world. You know, so a lot of things are more digital anyway. I think it's harder to gauge, man. Like I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen as much as many people playing it on stream or anything either. Like I said, I, I was playing Forza last night and some random person just invited me to Call of Duty Vanguard. I was like, uh no. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> 
No, they just knew you're as you they just knew you're good, right? So they're trying to get you in there. Um do you usually play on PC? Uh, I mean I'll play some games on PC. Like if it's only on PC, I usually play it there. But like what about Call of Duty? Xbox? Uh yeah, I just play on Xbox. Right on. Um shout out to uh Phasma as well. Uh Psycho is on his way. He says that uh, OBS isn't starting very well for him. Uh, not OBS, but Zoom. Uh, so we'll we'll see him in a little bit. Um, but so we can get started with the conversation a little bit. Now there was a big Marvel movie to release uh, this past week, one that I unfortunately have not had a chance to see yet because I don't want to be the guy in the theater coughing <laughs> a lung and hacking away. And making everybody regret going out in public, and also uh, ruining the movie with sound uh, for everybody. So um, I've kind of restrained myself from being able to go see that movie, and uh, I know you haven't had a chance to either. Nope. Um, I've just been playing Forza. <laughs> yeah, that's part of it too. I've been I've been pretty content, you know. But uh, this movie is still uh, fairly interesting. So I want to I want to kind of talk about it for the other aspects where it's kind of been making the news. Now I've been hearing actually a lot of good things, right. From uh, people that have seen it that I know, I say they really like the movie on on Twitter and stuff, you know, uh, people's opinions that I trust. And, but we have this like um, overwhelmingly like samey opinion out there from critics and this is actually the lowest rated MCU movie critically, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Whereas this has a, I think it's a 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. And comparing that uh, 47, 48, it's the only Rotten MCU movie. Um. All the other ones are positive. The next closest one is Thor, The Dark World at 66%. The 47%. Yeah, Eternals is 47%. The next closest is Thor, The Dark World at 66% rotten. So this is the only one below that 50% threshold, right? Um, the other thing is this has the largest disparity between critics and user scores out of any of the MCU movies where the user base has it as an 80 and the critics have it as a 47. So that is a 33% differential between the critics and the audience scores. Um, which is very, very interesting. I don't know exactly what's triggered this, but I, I want to go into some comparisons here um, just for uh, the sake of it. Right now, reviews scores aren't everything, but generally these MCU movies have done favorably well critically and with the audience, right? This one is only doing well with the audience, not the critics. Um, Black Widow, 79 critics, Eight ninety one audience. Um, Eternals forty seven and eighty again, dr- drastically different. Shang Chi ninety two percent critic, ninety eight percent audience. Wanda, uh, wait, well, that's a show. I'm not going to go into the shows. So skip the shows. Skip the shows. 
But even the shows mostly do well, especially the Disney Plus shows. Uh, Captain Marvel. Now, Captain Marvel, I don't know what happened here. I, did it get review bombed? Um, by the audience? Or yeah, just... by the audience. Because it was just like 45% on the audience. Does that sound right to you? Um, that's kind of strange. Uh, 79% well, Rotten Tomatoes, 45% on the audience score. Is that right? Everybody liked Captain Marvel. Well, I think that uh, I know there's a big controversy with that because it was like a bunch of like woke stuff people were complaining about at the time for that. So okay, so it probably got review bombed, right? Yeah. Okay, and, and that's the one thing is like with the audience scores too is like you always have to take these things with a grain of salt. Um. So Captain Marvel, I'm not going to pay too much attention to that audience score on that because I remember. Marvel fans pretty much liking the movie, right? Um, Avengers Endgame, 94 and a 90. Spider-Man, Far From Home, 90 and a 95. Ant-Man and the Wasp, 87, 75. Black Panther, 96, 79. Avengers Infinity War, 85, 91. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, 92, 87. Thor Ragnarok, 93, 87. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, 85, 87. I mean, this is just like... Down the line, you know, you can kind of see um, uh, Civil War, 90, 89. Doctor Strange, 89, 85. Age I of just Ultron, feel like the, 76, the Eternals, like, critic score is wrong. Like, how does that do worse than, like, Thor or the Hulk? It's like, it's, it seems off when you look at it. Right. Uh, and that's what kind of what I want to get into, right? Um, even So, Ant-Man, 83, 86. Uh, Winter Soldier, 90-92. Guardians of the Galaxy, 92-92. Iron Man 3, 79-78. Thor the Dark World, 66-75. The First Avenger, 80-74. Thor, 77-76. Iron Man 2, 72-71. Incredible Hulk, 67-70. and Just like you're saying, Jasper, it's like... Like, it's it's, kind of strange going... To where this movie that we're hearing from people so many positive things about get a 47% rotten and be the only rotten MCU movie from Rotten Tomatoes when the critic when the audience score is like an 80. I just don't get it. Um Sub Psychonauts, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Jesus. <laughs> Zoom not Zoom not cooperating with you today. No, I'm like, what the f? <laughs> yeah, you uh, you have a good sleep, sir, because I know you got to work tonight. Yeah, yeah, I had a nice little uh, six hour nap. <laughs> right on. So uh, we were talking about the basic uh critic reception from the Eternals and the disparity of that compared to all the other MCU movies. And it seems kind of like a little jarring, right? Um, and, and, yeah. and it's kind of, it's kind of strange, uh, especially because audience wise, it's faring about the same. Um, 
so I I saw a couple articles from critics, including Forbes. I uh, was one of them, a Hollywood Reporter, and they seem kind of baffled by it too. Right, so I I kind of wanted to bring that to attention, bringing uh, them saying they don't really understand as like like Jasper said. They even use this as an example. A Thor: The Dark World has a sixty-six percent aggregate score, despite being one. Of the, they say despite being one of the lamest MCU films. But critics <laughs> disliked Eternals so much it has a rotten of forty-seven percent. Wow, and it's also See, has the biggest have... disparity as well. So it's like kind of strange. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, you know, from. What I've heard outside of critics, um, this really sets up the story arc in this. Like it tells the story. I guess like the end credit scene, it shows um, a certain person that's, I guess it's going to be a pretty big um, story, but I guess the person that they had place in this end credit scene people are not liking who it is um but the M- people that mcu like his um acting style i don't know if we should spoil anything if anybody has has or, or actually hasn't seen it yet so but. just looking real quick i was like trying to find another movie that's like 47 percent, and like the only one that's coming up that's like new is clifford is it a 55 how is eternals worse than clifford <laughs> clifford, uh, clifford the big red dog yeah <laughs> um it, the movie's doing well like uh it, it's like the fourth biggest movie of the year among the and the other ones are all marvel movies as well i think um so it like sales wise and stuff like at the box office it's not really a disappointment you know i I think shang chi did so good that it was kind of like a shocker and then this one is like just so disappointing critically that it's also a shocker right and is this like something that is worrisome as like the critics starting to turn on marvel or is this just that not great of a movie i I, it's I see Brian, shout out to our friend Brian, Noobs and Pros, who's a fellow Marvel fan in the chat, who has gotten to see the movie, right? Which we neither three of us have had a chance to yet. I don't um I don't think you have either yet, right, Psycho? No, no. I was gonna do it um the yesterday, but uh things came up and I just didn't have the time. But you know, uh King David he loves this movie. So, you know, yeah. it's like, it, it I, I don't know what transpired in the movie that got it so bad. Was it the lack of action? Was it more setting up a story of what's going to happen? You know, um, I guess like uh, I, I've watched a couple um, clips of uh, like, you know, the whole thing, like Thanos saved. Uh, you know the the world because of what trans what ha- actually yeah. happens in Eternals, um, the celestial. You know, if Thanos didn't kill everybody, you know, snap his finger, you know, wipe out half the humanity or of life on the universe, 
that the celestial is going to come and destroy it anyways. So technically he saved it, you know, so it was, it's, it's, I don't know if it's too far thinking for critics and they just don't like it. And yeah. Or you think it might be too deep into the MCU lore and less, right? I, yeah. That's, and it's that's a possibility. I haven't seen it yet, but I know there's like 20 characters, like on the posters, like, is there stories like maybe split up where you just don't connect with any of them? It, so the internals, like Thanos is an eternal. Thanos's brothers an eternal, but Thanos um, goes and does his thing. Uh, but his brother uh, is, well, fuck it. He's at the <laughs> post credit scene. So he, um, you know, so it's a big deal. Say no more. <laughs> so it's like yeah we 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 get to learn a little bit more about thanos right. and his little back history you know with you know because you see his brother and his brother's normal looking he doesn't have that uh gene that mutated him to look like his the purple grimace that he <laughs> but yeah it, it's 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 interesting what they are try, i think marvel's trying to do with the internals and critics are like, ah, this is supposed to be, you know, a superhero action film, and it's not. Well, no, this is, uh, this could be the movie that sets up what is going to happen, why they weren't around, and the things that were happening behind the scenes that we did not know about, that this set, this all sets it up, and it's like, oh, shit, there was a bigger, you know, there's a larger threat that's looming over humanity and you know and they didn't like that story arc that's the only thing i can think of is why critics are shitting on this movie what i was saying was like there's like too many like characters to like focus on so you never like get a good like story with like one person to like connect with him like there's like yeah. 14 of them it's like yeah yeah it's it a lot of new characters much. at once yeah. there is and like Kit Harrington's character is a black knight they're going to be talking he's going to have like a standalone i guess um, there was mention of Blade in this movie, so yeah, I don't know if it was a post-credit scene or within the movie itself with Kit Kit Harrington's character, the Black Knight. So we might see a spinoff. That's how. Uh, yeah. No. Blade no. No. Spoilers for me, please, sir. <laughs> no more. Blade is coming. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah, dude, I I can't wait to see. Honestly, I mean, I I I think it's a probably a culmination of like a lot of things because this is from what we've seen um going to be the kicking off point for the whole big story arc of the phase, right? Of the of, of the next phase, right? And um the next saga, not just the next phase, like really the next saga, right? And I think that they got a lot that they want to accomplish probably in this movie. And um, I think from a lot of the stuff that I've seen, it's like they do say some of that where it's like um, they're saying, Hey, there's too many new characters that for them to really spend enough time for any of them. And um, it's, it's a lot to do in one movie and they feel like um, the end credit scenes do more for the story building than the movie did it itself. Right. Um, as what I've seen from the, 
credits, but I still want to like watch the movie to get to know these characters and stuff and get to know. I think there's a lot probably here that maybe just the average critic doesn't. It's not like a, a Marvel fan would probably like overlook or not necessarily care about. Right. And may, maybe well, as these movies get more deeper and convoluted, it's going to be harder to produce like something that the, is going to be just critically loved. Right. Uh, it's possibly. Well, this is kind of the complaint with like the first suicide squad was like, there was too many people and they just kept splitting up like new characters, like every 10 minutes. So. Yeah. I see me personally. I think like the Marvel fan, like hardcore Marvel fan is, will like this movie. The, the casual Marvel fan that, you know, watches it because it's a MCU movie. They might not get it because they don't know who the internals are, what, you know, what they are within the mcu and they probably just like oh this is not what i expected well what did you expect really did you expect like the freaking the avengers that's not what they do some hot dude beating up a bunch of people (laughs) yeah because they're going around getting other internals trying to recruit them to stop this incoming threat that's coming that's going to set up the saga like you were saying so i think there's just way just way too much and i think critics also just like oh this is too much of a you know um what's the word uh they just didn't get what the concept of this movie was supposed to tell you know so yeah it's obvious they, you know, they didn't like it, but I don't know. I don't listen. I tend not to listen to those critics anyway. Yeah. The fuck does Forbes know? So uh, I've seen another, uh, uh, going back to the one Forbes article, they they go on to say, also about, talk about um, how, like, this director... I think like she is, I think was just coming off of a, um, like an Academy award. Right. Um, for, uh, best director and best picture for a uh, nomad land. Right. Um, and so this was a like passion project, I, I believe or something. So like, anyway, like she really put a lot into this, but at the same time they were, she's getting criticized a lot. I think that it's a Marvel movie still, you know what I mean? Like, whereas I think a lot of the critics are looking at who is making the movie and, and they're thinking of what could have been and all these things instead of really diving in to what it, uh, just what it is and accepting that. Um, so this, the Hollywood reporter, I want to read this because this is another critic. Okay. Uh, for what it's worth, I think Eternals is one of the best MCU entries to date and an ambitious love letter to superheroes as modern mythology, something Jack Kirby was innately interested in exploring later in his career. Um, largely inspired by Eric Von Daniken's Chariot of the Gods, which made bold claims about alien influence on early, early civilizations, Kirby's Eternals 
was a marked shift for the creator who had defined the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, the X-Men, and most of the Marvel Universe. Eternals was Kirby's uh, chance to do something different, separate from the larger and more familiar Marvel Universe. Within those 19 issues, Kirby not only explained the origin of life on the planet, but attributed all of humans' legends of gods and monsters to two cousin races, Eternals and Deviants. Uh, Zeus and Athena, Giglamesh, Satan, Vampires, all stories formed around the existence of these strange beings born of a cosmic experiment. Seeds of Kirby's work here would go on um, to further define Marvel and DC, but also influence sci-fi films like the Matrix trilogy. Um, But as fondly as we may look upon Kirby's Eternals work today, this was not the case at the time. As soon as the series debuted, fan letters poured in, uh, proving the title divisive among comic readers. Much of the pushback came from readers who either wanted the Eternals to be part of the Marvel Universe or separate from it. Um, so, like, this this critic who's basically saying that this is one of their favorite movies for a lot of reasons uh, in the MCU is making references to uh, Jack Kirby facing a lot of yeah. the same criticism when he came out with the original works, right? So maybe they did stay true to a lot of the heart of what it is, right? And maybe it's, it's just still proving to be a divisive property. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, but I, I give props to Marvel for doing a movie like that, if that's the case, that, you know, if Jack Kirby, you know, the godfather of freaking comic books, he freaking wrote so many in, 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 made so many beloved characters that we that we know from dc and marvel that it's just you know it it, see that's that's something a review out if i read would get me excited if i had no idea what who the internals were if i was new into the mcu or you know not too sure of what uh the comic book characters were See, that's a review that will be, okay, that intrigues me. Let me get my own opinion. And, the, you know, people, like I said, like from Forbes and all that, they're just in like, oh, it's not a Mar- it's not Avengers. So, you know, it wasn't uh, what we wanted, you know. Well, from what that review is like saying, like, this is like a big, like, changing point or a new starting point for, like, the universe. And, like, usually whenever, like, a company or something does, like, a big change or a new starting point to, like, rebrand, like, the whole series, it's usually always, like, revered, like, bad. Yeah. Because, like, it's a big change and all people want to keep all the old stuff. So I yeah. can see where, yeah. like, it's coming from. Um, and this, this, that was, so that was a Hollywood reporter that I read. So I found, I mean, these are two pretty prominent, you know, review sites, right? Forbes and Hollywood reporters. So, I'm pulling these opinions from 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 here, right? Um, and I'm I just found it interesting that um, they're making it talking not just about their opinion of the movie, but like how they're kind of confused about the overall consensus of the critic scores. Um, this this one on the on Forbes went on to say, um, I thought it was an enjoyable film that introduces us to the Celestials and widens Marvel's universe a bit. Like the character dynamics, the murderous twist, and the action, and despite being somewhat dark and brooding at times, there was plenty of humor and lighter moments. It was different than a lot of Marvel stuff, but ultimately was still just a big action-packed superhero movie. 
and many critics seem to think that's a problem. They wanted Zhao's superhero movie to be more like her previous film, Nomadland, which won the Academy Award for Best Picture. Frankly, I thought that was a pretty good movie, but not really Best Picture material, but it's certainly not the kind of movie you'd want in the MCU, right? Um, so again, like looking at this director and what she's accomplished recently and expecting some critics maybe expecting something like that as opposed to just realizing that, Hey, the, all these Marvel movies have a definite Marvel stamp, right? And a Marvel identity. And if a director's making something in that world, it's probably going to still feel like a big Marvel action movie. Right. And I think, uh, yeah. some of the critics may be disappointed with that think looking for something completely different. Well, it's also like how much control does like Marvel have over like the actual vision of it? Like, are they like more controlling? Like, could she do what she wanted to do? Like, I don't know how like controlling Marvel is with that well, stuff. It sounded like she was able to do what she wanted to do yeah. with, as long as it's within the context of what the source material was, you know? So maybe it was too in depth for critics and <laughs> it felt different from the typical, like, Hulk smashed Marvel movies that we've known, you know? So, yeah. So this is getting to the heart of it because so Forbes goes on to quote several of the critics, right? Um, he says, basically um, he says, so CB, CBS's Eli Glasner complains that like Galactus gobbling a planet, Zhao's unique filmmaking style has been subsumed by the mighty Marvel mall ma as though her unique filmmaking style should have been used to make a Marvel movie. That's not a Marvel movie. Uh, like that's what the Forbes writer saying, like why, like she's not supposed to be making a Marvel movie, uh, obviously because, <laughs> and, and there's, he's, he goes on to say that the exact sentiment is echoed over and over again, including uh, Candace McMillan of Seattle refined writes that Zhao is in the mouth of the Marvel beast with this one. It can devour even the most able-eyed filmmaker, which is exactly what Eternals does. Heaven for and then so again, the Forbes uh, critics moving on to say, "Heaven forbid Zhao make an MCU movie." That's an MCU movie, right? So this is like um, it, it reminds me of video games in a way when it's like, okay, oh, it's another Far Cry game, right? It's another. You know, it's another this, it's another that. It, it, like it's a another bad, it's a bad, it's a bad thing. You know, uh, well, we'll not get into Love that it. one. <laughs> um, the AV Club's review is titled "Eternals Turns Adventures of Ageless Space Gods into Just Another Marvel Movie," <laughs> which, um, yes, it is just another Marvel movie. What did you honestly expect? Um, so, like, the the basic consensus is that this permeates throughout most of the like negative reviews that is just another Marvel movie. So I'm starting to wonder if a lot of these critics were not actually wanting this to be a Marvel movie or something. And this is from the Forbes writer. Am I hearing you right? That the biggest complaint, the issue is with this Marvel movie that it's a Marvel movie. Yes. Are you fucking serious? That's, That's what, why it's getting yeah, and, and because the director yeah. who they picked is an Academy Award winner recently and did you know. something that was 
they wanted that same style in, in a Marvel. Like, wow. Okay. So shout out to um, Eric Kane, who is a senior contributor at Forbes for uh, pointing these out because I found it. It was like actually interesting to read this article because it, this is something that's permeates all kind of um, culture and entertainment and stuff. It's, it's about, it's, I kind of call it like piggybacking opinions, right? Like these certain threads get passed through. And once somebody starts it, it's like everybody starts piggybacking off of that and starts writing similar things. Right. And the same thing happened with far cry, even before it was released, when they started showing some of that, pre-release stuff about it being another Far Cry game. Guess what? That game came out and mm-hmm. Far Cry fans loved it, right? And it was very popular. But it's weird, Forza Horizon 5, which is... Another Forza game? Another Forza <laughs> game, right? And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's a, in fact, it's a great thing, right? It gets none of that in the reviews, right? Except a little footnote. Oh, and it's, yeah, it's it's it's, it's more Forza, but... You know what I mean? So it's like weird how with some things, people all of a sudden just choose, okay, this is the one we're going to attack with this mentality. Like it's too samey this time, right? Um, I think these people are just all in like each other's like phone books. So like whenever it's like, okay, we're doing a bad opinion on this one. Like, okay, let's all do a bad <laughs> right. opinion on this one. Yeah, it's like, it seems like they it. can't form their own opinion. They have to be like, oh, well, he's shitting on it. Well, I don't want to be the one that stands out. So let me join in on the shit, to, you know, on the parade of shitting on this movie. What it seems, what it seems like to me. I think here's what it is. I think somebody like a, a lot of these reviewers are all kind of. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to say. I don't want to come across as anti-reviewer because <laughs> I've been accused of being anti-reviewer as well. But a lot of times, a lot of these reviewers are pretentious snobs, right? And uh, yeah. they think their opinion is better than the average person and stuff like this. But also, when somebody goes and reviews something uh, that they look up to or whatever, it's like they try and get a beat on what the overall sense is. So that way, their opinion seems more justified and within the realm of reasoning what everybody's thinking, right? And it's like if they come out with like their own personal thought and judge something based on the way that they actually see it, um, then they're sometimes are afraid that maybe their reviews in the future won't be as valued as high because they have a strange or a different type of take, right? Because um, you see these samey themes run throughout all types of media with review scores right and and it's usually from the big media it's not usually from like passionate fans or like people that run their own blogs and and, and all these things it's usually from some of the big big media that's why i wanted to point this out from the forbes contributor because it's like i would expect them to follow trends too right a lot of times, but they're actually calling this out. So I actually uh, appreciated that. Okay, I retract my previous statement of Forbes doesn't know anything. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Forbes.com. 
Well, you know, they all different contributors and stuff. And and uh, this one, Eric Kane is he's a senior contributor. He says he writes about video games, entertainment, and culture. Right. Um, and this is not necessarily like his review. It's just uh, it's more of an uh, reads like summary of all the reviews. A summary <laughs> of an opinion piece saying like. The critics and his title says the critics must be crazy because Marvel's Eternals is solid is solid superhero fun, right? And and that kind of permeates sort of like a lot of the stuff that I've heard and seen from people that I trust their opinions on. I've seen some like, hey, it's not like the best Marvel movie, it's not the worst, but it you know what I mean? It's not um, for it to get this again to show why I'm even mentioning this the lowest rotten tomato score besides eternals was thor the dark world at 66 percent. this one has a 47 and in fact the audience rating on this one is an 80 which is much higher than thor the dark world it it just seems like they all the critics just bandwagon together and they Ah, uh, let's shut it down. Trying to stop this. It's almost like, hey, they wait for one person's thought. Hey, what did that? What are they gonna say? What are they gonna say? You know, I need to make sure, like, mm-hmm. am my thoughts aligned? It's weird. Yeah, it, 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 I've seen it in games media a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, for a long time, and you know, I've seen it in movie media as well. You know, it from sites like IGN and and things like that. Right. It, it used to happen. I remember like. Not that okay, Adam Adam Sandler movies like are popcorn stupid movies, right? But all of a sudden, like even though the movies were all the same, it just became uncool to think Adam Sandler movies are funny anymore, right? At a certain point, like it was like, oh, they're just all stupid now. Oh, and another one, blah 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 blah. And it's well, like I mean, everybody was that <laughs> so they kind of were yeah they were like, but they always yeah. were from the beginning right that's what well, i mean like yeah. billy madison right. and like jack and jill or whatever it was it's like doesn't hold up it's like not comparable well okay so if you look at like okay if you look at like water boy and a lot of those and yeah there's some classics right um but it got to the point where it was like they just shat on everything just immediately because his name was associated with it. Right. And it it took like something completely different uh, off the wall. It's like following this, like, Oh, it's not cool to like this anymore. The same thing happened with Xbox in 2013. It's not cool to like Xbox anymore. All of a sudden the games don't even review critically as well, even if they're really good. Right. It's like this like mindset thing. Right. Um, and following trends and, and what's cool and what's not cool and what's fun, to, what's okay to like, what's not okay to like. And I get, that's one thing I hate about reviews and, and stuff in general, because they seem to all just share the same damn opinion. And that's why I don't look for big reviews from like big companies. <laughs> I just like go yeah. for small YouTubers because they're like, they have no agenda. It's just like, exactly. this is what I think. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, it's just it's just weird. This one is like so drastically like jumps off the page, right? Um, so I is this something to worry about? Do you think this is gonna be a trend now? No, because Spider Man will come out and destroy it. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What if Everyone's it doesn't love Spider Man? What if well no, because Spider everybody lo- wants to love Spider Man, but this was a new IP, right? Like this this has like yeah. things to live up to. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, I will form my own opinion when I I will probably watch it Saturday. Um, or I don't have time before work. That's all I do now is work and sleep and play video games. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking third shift life. But <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll watch it and then and see and see what all the hubbub is about. And uh, if I watch it and it freaking is, is really good, all the critics are shitting on it. Those people, are, that's all they did. It was that someone formed a bad opinion and they all ran with it. Yeah. I'm not saying that like, like the movie's like amazing, right? I, like, yeah, I mean, could, we haven't seen it, so we really yeah, can't talk on it. Exactly, exactly. I can't, I can't, I'm just, I'm just basically talking about reviews and how they're all met. Now, maybe if I go and watch this movie and I'm like, huh, that sucks. It was a Marvel movie. Then I'll look at myself and be like, what the hell did I just say? I love Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like maybe that's going to happen, but that's what all the review scores are bashing it for. Um, so I'm curious, you know, after I get to see it, you know, like how, how it's going to hold up and how it's going to stand out. And is it, what does it do for the, for all of the MCU and, um, you know, is it a good movie? Does it stand on its own? You know, I think, I, I think all these movies need to be able to stand on their own as well. Right. But, um, well, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm really curious because, uh, it's, it's, it's weird seeing a MCU movie with a 47 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's just yeah, like, just weird. it's just weird seeing like it at a 47. Like, how is this worse than like, some movies that are revered is like really bad <laughs> but they're like right. at a 70 on front tomatoes yeah it's it being overly critical at times possibly right well they also like are they critic are they critiquing this they have a different standard now because like they're comparing it to other mcu yeah. movies right like so there's so many of them now that it's like this own genre within film right where you're not comparing it to clifford the big red dog <laughs> You're comparing it to Endgame. Uh, you know uh, what uh. I mean? Yeah, I guess like when you look for movie review, I feel like it should be based on like you're reviewing it as a movie, not like you're reviewing it as like in some category or something. I don't know. It's like, yeah. So I'm curious. I'm going to look up the Green Lantern because uh, Spooky just brought it up in the chat and I want to see what it's, um, oh God, what its score was. was I'm going to guess a 57. That probably did That's get That's my better. guess. This is a 57. Um, I'm trying to bring... I think it was removed from <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, is it that hard to look up a movie on Rotten Tomatoes? I just searched for the Green Lantern. How, how can that... I found it. It's a 26. Okay. So... <laughs> and it's a 45 oh. audience. All right, so what's another historically bad? Um, how about X um, X Men Origins Wolverine? Was that? Yeah, I guess that was kind of bad. <laughs> I guess that was kind of bad. But we'll play. We'll play. Let's find the Marvel. Let's play the. <laughs> let's play. Let's find the Marvel movie that rated worse than Eternals. Uh, let's see. Oh, 37 Rexman Wolverine Origins. 
It's better than X Men Origins. All right, how about um oh, X Men? Fantastic. Um, okay. the, the what, Dark what's Phoenix. The Dark Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> and then do the new Fantastic Four after that. Oh, Dark that one's Phoenix. gonna be really bad. Ooh, Dark Phoenix is a 22, but it did get a 64 audience. Oh, I, Ooh, okay. The best audience. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so... Which Fantastic Four? The new one. The new one with... <laughs> the newest uh, one. Um, I forget who was in that. It was the guy from the drummer movie. Um, the drumming movie. You, you know, the where he's a drummer and he's like obsessively like... Oh my god, this is the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> what did it get? A nine. Oh my god. <laughs> a nine? See, not, yeah, an eighteen not, audience. Well, this, this one's not the worst a, Marvel movie. <laughs> this one's at least like nine times better than that. So wait, no, that doesn't make sense. Seven be, no. seven times? About six five six times. Six times. Six times. Yeah, yeah you're right. Five times, man. I'm really bad at math, Jasper. <laughs> um, <all right. laughs> Don't do my taxes, buddy. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll send you a link to TurboTax. <laughs> <laughs> I, I we got to find one that's around a forty-seven. Justice League is forty. Oh wow, that's pretty bad. What about the Snyder Cut? Uh, I think that got way higher. Let's see how much Joss Whedon ruined the Justice League. <laughs> I don't know. Do they have an individual score for that one? It should. It's probably listed Zack Snyder. The Snyder Cut. That is actually on sale at Walmart just Black Friday for $9.99 on 4K Blu-ray. Spooky wants to know Howard the Duck from the 80s. The Snyder, the Snyder one got a seventy-one. Okay, so that so Joss uh, Whedon's cut was <laughs> ruined it by thirty-one points. Uh, Howard the, is it just called Howard the Duck? Yeah, yeah it's called Howard, Howard the, the Duck. Duck. That movie scared that the movie, shit out of me when it. I was a kid. Yeah, um, me too. That was a great movie. I loved it until the end. <laughs> Howard the Duck got a fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes anymore. Um, 14. Spooky. I don't, all right. So here's the thing. Out of all these horribly rated movies, I loved all of them. Even the ones, even, yes, even the Green Lantern, even X-Men, Dark Phoenix. You know why? Because they're superhero movies, and I love superhero movies. So I'm not, I'm not really worried, you know. About the Eternals. Um, everything scared me when I was a kid, babe. I, I know. Um, all right, so are you are you planning on seeing it like in the next week or so? You think anybody? Uh, yeah, I may wait a little longer. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, now that yeah, I know all these spoilers, weekend. I may may end up. There's a lot of stuff coming out for <laughs> there's, games, but there's so much in that movie that. You know, I didn't say the crucial stuff, so yeah, yeah, good. you're good, dude. I'm just messing with you. Um, but I will say, Harry Styles plays a character in this, and people and fans were not thrilled 
but it's like you know wonder if, woman 84 got a 58 <laughs> the show, wow. really movie that started this show yeah <laughs> wow origins okay. of plum pop <laughs> man that that guy the Wishmaster dude oh i forget his name oh, God. Uh, um pedro pascal dude i love you man mandalorian you know great you're great but that was like uh that was almost as bad as emo uh either emo's peter parker god let's not talk about spider-man 3 that was probably one of the worst spider-mans speaking of spider-man uh there was some leaks about spider-man uh permeating the community in the last week or so People need to stop listening to Tom Holland, all right? Was that what? No, it was like this was like leaked images, I think. Um, there was that one no. with Green no, Lantern on the poster. Well, there's not Tom, that, but like. Not but, Green Lantern, but <laughs> Green Goblin. Three Bit said that there was some screenshots from the movie making its way around oh, social yeah. media that ruined some like big plot points. Three Bit actually said he saw it and he was upset. So yeah. that's a forewarning, everybody. Yeah, that's that's you know they were blaming Tom Holland. He's like, it wasn't me this time. Oh, really? But he's yeah, but he's going around right right now saying that the uh, that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield is not in this movie. Like he's making a point that to say he they're not in the movie. That it's like, why are you going so hard? about they're not being in there if they were never supposed to be in there. You know what I mean? So it's like, they're in there. I'm curious. I feel like if they were, like, I kind of think they're not in there at this point because I feel like if they were in there, like, they would be doing some press rounds or something. But... No, not if they're trying to keep it secret. They will not. Yeah. I, I don't not. know, man. Like, I don't know. That Part of me is like, yeah. And then part of me is like, man, if you really wanted to drive up hype for the movie and market it to where it's going to blow up, you would like have that in one of the trailers, right? Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, Sony Pictures UK posted three spiders with the new Spider Man poster. This was like a month ago. I put put it in our DMs. Yeah. And then there's, you know, we've, we, we see, you know, Electro from Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. We see Doc Ock from uh, Toby's Spider-Man. So you, you, same characters, same actors are playing them. And you're telling me those Spider-Mans are not going to be either. They make a cameo or at the very end or something. They're in the movie. I'm telling you, I have a feeling. There's, you know, there's too much that's been saying that they're there. For I mean, I wouldn't be, be surprised if there's a cameo or something, but I just don't think they're going to be like fighting alongside this Spider-Man, Tom Holland. Like, I just don't maybe see at that. The, maybe at the end, possibly. It depends on where they come into the story. You know, if they come out towards the end of this, then no, we, we, we probably, they won't have a Rio fight, but that sets up some, you know, other things for movies down the road. But we'll yeah. get what Sinister Six is pretty much they're alluding to with all these characters that they're showing. 
Yeah. Has anyone uh, watched Venom yet? I haven't no. had a chance to, man. Oh, okay. no. No. We've just been just... sick so much. Like, it's like, yeah. Driving me crazy. I want to see that really bad. And I, I need to see it before Spider Man. You know, like, that'd be weird. Like, well, it has no, I don't think it has any, it doesn't any have iron. anything to do with it. Yeah, but like, it's still like, I don't know. I would rather get Venom out of out of the way first. Like, when does Spider Man come out? Like um, December twenty second, I think, or something. Oh, that's late. Or, yeah, just right before Christmas? December twelfth or something. I don't know. It's in December. December. Oh God, what's that? Um, come on, stupid date. Like right. controller. Oh, I think December twenty second is Matrix. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So. I know we went over this several times. Just December 9th? No, December 9th? December 17th, it says on Google, but... December 17th. Oh, the 9th, that might be the Chinese version. 17th, it says for US, I don't know. Okay, so the 17th. Okay. Uh, 17th, we will get to see Spider-Man. That's, a, that's nine days after Halo comes out. That's uh, eight days after the Game Awards. <laughs> um, that's gonna be a fun. December is gonna be a fun month this year. Usually, December is a little bit lighter on stuff until you know after November yeah. before Christmas, right? Well, and they just announced that the gunk comes out the sixteenth of December. Yeah, the what? The gunk. The gunk. Oh, for Game Xbox. Pass Day One. Day One. Another one. Um, they they need to ease up, man. Like what the hell? Not. How are we supposed to play? They're not. Nah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited I'm, for the Matrix Spooky. Yeah, that new Matrix looks great. Yeah, Matrix is on the 22nd. Um, and it's in HBO Max. If you have, yeah, it. don't have the to leave last, my house. <laughs> the last HBO Max movie. That's going to be some taste, but that's going to air at the same time. At theaters to streaming is the Matrix to the last one, and then they got. And there goes uh, day and date for HBO Max. Um. So, Psycho, you sent something to us. Like Henry Cavill wants to be Superman still. Oh yeah, he is freaking begging. Not begging, but he is like, hey. I want to do a sequel. Hey, I still got the cape. Like there is multiple like uh, sites are stating that uh, everywhere he's going. Hey, I want to do another Superman movie. Like he wants to do it. Warner Brothers is like, no, we can't do that. We can't do another Superman movie. It's like, why? Come on. I don't know. Is it like too much money? He's asking, or <laughs> like I don't know. No, I don't think it's too much money. I don't think it, it, it has anything to do. I think it's because they don't want another. They don't want Zack Snyder to direct. I, that's that's what I I think. Unless this new merger with uh, Discovery Home or Discovery Plus, sorry, uh, changes that because it could. I don't know if it was. You know, they could be. Like, um, why are we not doing this? Because look what. 
Zack, the Zack Snyder cut did for Justice League. You know, like everything that you guys don't like does well, and everything you do like does not do well. So, oh, he's got to get The Witcher done first. It's it's already done. I thought he's done shooting. I mean, they gotta do season three too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they'll do that later. But then he's not gonna have a mustache, so just no. So you know, we're not gonna have any CG cover-ups. <laughs> yeah. So I sent sent a couple things that you know with Tar- Henry Cavill wanting to be uh, Superman coming back. Um, and then you know, and then there was a couple, as you can see, in my background, some new Batman posters. And then Hawkeye poster. Yeah, Hawkeye comes, comes out next week, I think, or something. November twenty fourth. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. He's he definitely he said he'd love to return to the role. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see. Maybe maybe that gives us hope. Right, when they do it, decide to cast another Superman for a movie, that they'll consider him because I think uh, he's a, he's a good actor, right? Um, I think he could be. Oh, he's a very good actor. Yeah, I think he could be Superman for a long time, right? Like if oh, they definitely. if they if they allowed him to be, um, they just oh, got to yeah. come out with I mean, movies. He is the most out of the outside of. Uh, Christopher Reeves, he's the most to me, he's he's more of a Superman than uh, was it? Brandon the 2004 Roth. one or whatever. Brandon, I think it was Brandon yeah, Roth or something. Brandon Roth. And like, yeah. And, 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 you know, there's nothing with the C, uh, to the CW Superman, I forget his name, but um, you know, he he does not scream Superman to me. I feel like with the Art Henry Cavill that, one, though, yeah. they ruined the DCU timeline stuff. Like the, the whole like order of those movies is like we got to reboot Spider Man or uh, Superman now. No, the, all the guy do is the Flash Paradox and it fixes everything. <laughs> yeah, but you think they're gonna do that? <laughs> eh, I don't know. There's it doesn't seem like there's a lot of bright people there. Warner Brothers apparently. Oh. They're Sorry, doing interesting stuff with Batman in the paradox. Yeah, well, that's all they fucking do is Batman. Batman. Oh, look how many Batman movies we got compared to Superman. Yeah, that says everything. What would they're be... putting all their eggs in a basket with Batman. It's like, listen, we have other characters. Okay, we just Give got done doing a Batman, so we're gonna reboot again and starting with Batman. <laughs> yeah, we'll do another origin story. I don't that's know different. why they can't come out with another Superman series that kind of takes it back to like the style of the um, Christopher Reeve movies, right? Because you had well, because like Zack Snyder, he he did a different uh, Superman take on Superman, you know, because they pretty much what we've been seeing is the Injustice lead lead up to Injustice Superman. And Christopher Reeves, you know, the iconic uh, superhero, Tooth Justice, you know, being coming in, saving the day, being the hero, the all-American, 
type. Yeah, but he so. even had they even had a dark Superman movie with him in it, right? Where when he was drinking, Superman four. Yeah, let's not. Talk yeah, about that. no, I I know, but like they <laughs> even went there with him. You know what I mean? The granted, those movies got well. worse as they went on. Just like all movies back then, like especially the superhero ones, right? They like they just stopped. <laughs> trying or something they just started milking it <laughs> yeah exactly they just milked it right but they were at least willing to go there. i think the movies have gotten a lot better with milking it in the right way <laughs> where it's like they like milk it but put more into the milking you know what i mean they want to make sure that milk is still good you know so i think like if they really went back to man of steel <laughs> right put the right emphasis and really focused on because I think he's a great Clark Kent, too. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's one thing with Christopher Reeve that they really focused on a lot was him as Clark Kent and the Daily Planet and, and, and all that stuff, right? And they really kind of had him be that, like, uh, he's a regular person until, you know, he steps into that phone booth or whatever and takes off his shirt and he looks exactly the same. Somehow nobody knows it's him. You know, but... the it had that like iconic heroic feel to it, and I, also, yeah, I think Superman's like one of the harder characters to write for because he's like so strong and he has the stupidest thing that like hurts him. It's like I don't know, yeah, the kryptonite. Yeah, yeah. he's like he can beat everyone unless if you have a magic rock. It's like okay, <laughs> right, or or if you're magic skill base. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. Wait, There's just so wait much until you can do he with gets, it, man. Gets around the red sun, then he's fucking. He goes like Super Saiyan. But they even did that stuff in the freaking movie, in the in the Christopher Reeve stuff, right? They just didn't do it very well. You know, like they had him going to space, and he got like power from the sun and stuff. Remember, he had uh, the what the enemy that like Lex Luger created that was uh, <laughs> Lex Luger. <laughs> Luther, sorry, Lex Luther, <laughs> not the wrestler. <laughs> Lex Luther, Lex Luger. Lex the wrong, Luger. wrong villain. Um, yeah, Lex Luger or something. Was it Star Lord or Star or something? I don't, stars. I don't remember. But it's the blonde guy with the mullet, you know. Um, and that one electricity. Movie. Yeah, like I don't know. Like the, they had some interesting ideas that they just didn't capitalize on. But if you took it in this day and age. And really, like, did a good story with that stuff. You could really, like, flesh out Superman, you know, and do multiple yeah. movies. It's well, just I like, won't do it for some reason. I want a Martian Manhunter movie. Well, that's coming. Yeah. That's where they showed, showed him at the end of Zack Snyder. He's coming. We also got Hawkeye we'll coming. Yeah. I don't know how well that's going to be. Yeah. Y'all aren't excited for it? Uh, Hawkeye wasn't my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, neither. what about Loki, right? Loki was not a lot of people's favorite. Yeah, but Loki... It has a lot more uh, stuff going on than Arrows. Yeah. <laughs> You're not excited for the Home Alone, with my arrows. Uh, Home Alone style, Christmas-themed uh, arrow shooting uh, show? on Disney Plus. Now, if they did Ronin the side of Loki, fuck yeah, let's do that. 
but not just a regular old plain Joe Hawkeye. What what do y'all think? Well, I think that didn't the trailer it showed his daughter like trying to be Ron or something, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, that's not his daughter yeah. though, is it? That's the, or whatever, Katie yeah. Bishop. Yeah, yeah, she was pretending to be Ronan and he's like stop that that's not right you're you gotta be good and it's like bro you're just them you're just Ronan going around killing Yakuza and then now it's okay that's not okay come on so what do y'all think about that casting is uh Haley Steinfeld as uh Kate Bishop Sure. We'll have to wait and see. It's, I don't have any yes or no problems with it right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they're definitely leading up to Young Justice League, though. I mean, got Katie Bishop, She Hulk is coming, the twins. So we'll definitely, they're leading up to that. The new Black and, Widow chick. And what, oh my God, I'm going to kill my camera. Yeah. And um, what, whatever, um, uh, Yelena, Elaine, yeah, who, whatever is she? Either she's doing Thunderbolt Ross, Team Thunder, uh, Team Thunderbolt, or Dark Avengers, whatever she's doing. She's getting, that's setting something up too. So there, there's a lot of setting up with these with these movies, at least in the Marvel side. Sony's a little bit different with the Spider Man. These next couple of movies are all going to be a lot of setups. Same thing I mean, with Doctor Strange. It's a lot of setups right now, anyway, because you got to watch like the shows are set up something different than like what the movies are setting up. And yeah, you definitely got to watch connect? WandaVision. Yeah. You got to watch WandaVision before you can watch uh, Doctor Strange, and you have to watch Spider Man because it leads up to Doctor Strange. So. That got pushed back, right? May it got pushed back. Everything got pushed back. Yeah. Yeah. So it got pushed back one month, so it's not so bad for you know, at least with Doctor Strange, but um a couple of the other movies got pushed back a lot farther. They they just said that they started uh shooting Guardians three, I think yesterday or something like that. So Oh yeah, there was a there was a set photo. Um, yeah. Of the cast, Adam Warlock is gonna be in there. Yay! Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, he was and... teased it. That was the first one, <laughs> or the second yeah, one. Was, second, he was teasing yeah. the one of the like the one of the five end credits. Yeah, there was a couple of actors in there I didn't recognize. Um, so I'm curious to see, you know, how how that's gonna play out. Um, it's good to see that that's finally getting in the works, though, right? Because I feel like that was probably originally planned for a lot earlier, but then, you know, yeah. there's that whole thing with James Gunn and Disney that happened. And then he went on and did the suicide squad movie for DC. They had to wait for that to finish and wrap up. And, and then now they're finally back on track with this. Um, and then I think mm-hmm. after this is up, he's probably going to go back and just do DC stuff. Is he doing the holiday special for Guardians? That's a good question. That I don't know. I don't know. Because that's supposed to come James out before Gunn. three. Does that have any actual like relevance to anything? Like I have no, no idea. It's just a holiday special. It's just there's the holiday special. I think it's just like Groot probably be decorated with fucking lights. 
right cheesy with a star on his head i, I swear to god it's gonna, I thought be it was just gonna be like some dumb mission they go on or something it's gonna be like the what is it the uh uh life celebration from star yeah. wars it's gonna be that cheesy let's think oh this was don't this was never made if you ever i watched it holy crap was that freaking horrible i watched like five minutes of it i'm like i can't <laughs> so one thing that's Other... interesting though about guardians is like it's been so long now and no long nobody likes chris pratt anymore like <laughs> he was like on top of the world that the last guardians of the galaxy movie that came out right now it's like uh ever he's like uh, he doesn't get any big roles anymore like he's getting uh, mario and garfield yeah he's not even in the movies he's like voice <laughs> right is it is it animate they're animated right yeah um yeah. It, it's funny though like um how things have changed in the last <laughs> what was wasn't there like memes like chris pratt is going to voice master chief and chris pratt is going to voice yeah. this chris pratt is going to voice that mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah i don't have any like issues get. with the guy or whatever there was like a I big think article that came he, out like he's getting criticized he was, for like saying something like about his wife Andy. or something I, I don't i think he just came out on like twitter and like stated like political opinions that didn't agree with everyone else or something i don't know did he though yeah, i don't the, even know yeah. if there was an actual was there actual political opinions or was it just like people like digging i think people things, reading into it yeah reading into things right yeah it's interesting i like i think he was like with anna ferris before too and I think maybe ever since they broke up, it's like people don't like them anymore. I don't. It's weird. I don't. I don't. I don't follow all the gossip stuff that much. Kate just kind of looks into it. But I'm curious to figure out. Like, go and I'm gonna start googling. Googling like, why does the world not like Chris Pratt now? <laughs> because I feel like I'm. I'm just like I don't know why. It's like weird. Uh, but um, there's seems like that happens sometimes where actors are really popular. Or something, and then all of a sudden, just not anymore. Um, and then they can come back from it. Like Robert Downey Jr. was like really big, and then he went to a crackhead, and then he was Iron Man. Yeah, that's right. Um, there's a lot of stories like that, actually. Um, I, I think, you know, like, dude, he, he plays a great Star Lord. So, um, yeah. I'm really excited to see the next uh, the next Guardians movie. It's one of my favorite MCU franchises because it's so funny and different right um we'll see how the thor is with the guardians now as well right didn't he like leave with them i don't know if he's staying with them though because he's having his own movie coming out too yeah love and thunder is that which one comes out first love and thunder or guardians i think love and thunder yeah love and thunder comes out next year 2022 because i didn't see him in that set photo because Guardians is 2023, uh, Wakanda Forever is holiday, and that got pushed back um, 2022. Love and Thunder was pushed back to July. But I think Love and Thunder is supposed to focus on that Valkyrie chick more too. So yeah, because she's the new uh, king of that or queen of Asgard. Yeah. But James Gunn is directing the Guardians. Holiday special. He's a screenwriter and he's doing the story. I have still have no clue what the hell that's going to be. Star Lord Drex 
Rocket, Mantis, and Groot engage in some spirited shenanigans, an all-new original special. Is it live action or animated? Yeah, it's live action. Live action. This thing's going to so be weird. No, man. It could no be Gamora. great. It could be classic. It could be classic. I think it's just going to be like some dumb mission that like they go on or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, they can't yeah, have Christmas Gamora Friday. because Gamora like is like she doesn't really Last time we saw her like she didn't really know what to think about things, right? Because she had just well, it's come back. It's a different she's Gamora. From she got the old. Universe. They got the old Gamora. Yeah. Yeah, but did she go? She did she go with the Guardians at the end of that movie? Like, or is she off by herself? I think she's off by herself now, right? I think no. Star Wars trying to reconvince her to like love her again or whatever. Yeah, love him again. Going back and like, <laughs> I'm dating this guy. <laughs> yes. What was the last? Oh. Thing that we saw them in was it in game? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was just in game. And what did she do in 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 game at the end? Did she like turn uh, on Thanos? I forget. She when they resnapped, yeah. it's when she came back. I think wasn't it? No, 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 no. She was from the all alternate universe. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The that Thanos came because they killed Thanos yeah. in the beginning. So, yeah, she's that just like Gamora line. from the past, right? Yeah, it's like the first time you ever saw Gamora, so she doesn't know anyone. Yeah, but she yeah, came but with sister, Thanos, right, as part of his army, right? And then well, she I, was going, she was trying to stop him. That was the thing. That's why she went to the the original timeline sister. I just don't remember, and was fighting against her timeline sister because she was really evil and this timeline sister was uh you know like good and she's like you know we need to stop our father you know and she and then they did you know whatever they did and then she was trying to convince you know tell her hey this is your boyfriend blah blah blah. so i think she like the two of them are going to do the sisterly oh yeah, yeah yeah okay i remember yeah right 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 and you know and then and then the wrong nebula comes back. Yeah. Okay. I got yeah. it. I, I, I'm starting to remember, I think. Yeah, anyway, when they had I have timeline to go back stuff, watch, it gets confusing. <laughs> I have to go back and watch Endgame again, like that that whole sequence to remember clearly. Um, I just don't remember if she like went with them, with with the Guardians at the end, you know? Because um, I don't know if they really made that clear. Right. Did they show the did Guardians leaving? Show them leaving? Didn't Thor get on the ship with them? Yeah, because the yeah. ship was parked at the Avengers HQ or whatever, and they just like like bye. Yeah. Oh, and you know that the whole thing between Star Lord and Thor was like, I'm the captain. Sure, yeah, yeah, whatever. So was Gamora on the ship then? I don't remember. I'm assuming I, she was. Or no, was it? Because wasn't he like plugging in her coordinates or something? To go find her. I don't fucking I don't remember. remember. Okay, anyway, all remember. right, I'm gonna have to go back and watch. I gotta know where Gamora is. Um, anybody got anything else? Uh, you wanted to bring up a fun poppy? Um, nothing um, fun poppy. Well, nothing fun poppy. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully we get to see a Halo show at this Xbox event. I don't know. Oh. There is uh, 
the um, 13 MCU movies are going to be released on Disney Plus IMAX format. So Iron Man, Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardian of the Galaxy 1 and 2, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Infinity War, Endgame, Black Widow, and Shang-Chi. But I don't have an IMAX screen. I know. No, it's going to be 16 by 9 (laughs) format. So you're going to see... So it's going to be like that. Uh, so you're going to have like the bars well, on the top and the bottom. So that way it's like drawn out, right? Yeah. So you're going to right. see the ma- the entire picture. Do they have better audio as well? or? Yeah, I think they have. I think Disney Plus has uh, Dolby Atmos. Well, I mean, like, you know, IMAX movies. Is like, oh, IMAX yeah, audio. It's... And video, <laughs> well, it's Dolby Atmos. Okay. What they use, so. I think they use it already, but it's more geared towards that Dolby Atmos surround sound experience. So, yeah, spooky. You there's gotta... a Ant Man movie coming. It's uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, or something. I think is what it is. Yeah, is that right? I don't yep. remember. Um, Quantum Mania. Ant Man yeah. always kind of slips under the radar for me. I watched yeah. him, but it's just like hey, it's Ant Man. <laughs> Yeah, they they set up good stuff. Like you know, if you yeah. you had to watch Ant Man and Wasp to know about the quantum realm yeah. and set up things, and then that's where this movie goes. And then um, I, I guess think Michelle Pfeiffer's character may play a role in the future as well. Yeah, because she got snapped back. Yeah, and she's kind so of like an expert with the quantum realm, right? Because she's lived she's there and in there for fucking decades. Yeah. Isn't there supposed to be like some like creatures that live in the quantum realm or something? Yeah, well, I mean, it's like tiny, tiny. Yeah, yeah, there's shit. Tiny, tiny quantum shit. All right, so um, (laughs) quantum shirts. Yeah, there's more Ant Man coming. It's uh, we're looking forward to that. And let's see. Yeah, those IMAX movies. I'm curious, like how it's going to be. I'm gonna. It'll give November me an excuse 12th. to uh, check so them back out. Two days and two days, map. So if you're going to rewatch Endgame, wait two more days and watch the IMAX version. Is it like how do you select it? Is it like going to be an option? I guess you could choose like which version. <clears throat> they'll have like if you go into like the Marvel section and they got Phase One, Phase Two, so on. And then you can watch the timeline in uh, that in in timeline order. order, timeline order, and then their pile have IMAX movies or you know or however IMAX format. Cool. Um, and what, what were you saying about Halo, Jasper? I was just saying I hope that that this Xbox event they show a little bit of the Halo show, but we'll see. Oh, like the Halo TV show? Yeah, I I want that too, man. I'm I'm too nervous about it though. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like <laughs> the, the actor, the and TV stuff, show. I gotta hear the oh, voice yeah, as Master Chief. I don't. I guess they're doing. Uh, I can't think of his fucking name right now, but I guess they're doing uh, the guy that plays Master Chief, Steve Downs. Yeah, no, Steve Downs. he's not. Do, he's not doing his. Voice. Not? No, oh. it's the act. The actor. Because I actually oh. got to interview. Steve Downs they, and stuff, and like, it's, better put a filter on him. 
Like he's unless not, he's not involved him, in, at all with that. Unless he is his, he sounds very similar to Steve Downs. He doesn't yeah, put like a heavy on. filter on him. His name is Pablo Schreiber. Well, that doesn't it's like Spanish he's a, chief. <laughs> he's a he's a big dude. Um, yeah, well, you need somebody that's tall. This is unless they do. This is Pablo Schreiber. A whole, if he's ripped. The, unless they do, uh, what do you call it? The uh, uh, Darth Vader, you know, tall actor Steve Downs' voice, and they just not saying anything, keeping all hush hush to you know. Yeah. I just kind of think this is their best Good. like shot to show it, like if they're going to show it at an event, because like everything else is going to be a halo of, like video game news. So like, this is the best time to tease it. Yeah. Well, this is going to be you know the last twenty years, so we're going to yeah. see a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm assuming we'll probably get some uh, new back compat updates. Because um, I have a feeling games. they have little teases in there, but nothing they're like big. Have- they're going to talk about stuff that's coming out in the future, what they're going to be doing. Um, you know, possibly we'll probably see a 20th anniversary Xbox as well. Yeah. Because if they did a 20th anniversary Halo Xbox, good chances they're going to do a 20th anniversary Xbox. And I hope it's that smoky gray translucent case that we get that we had that controller if we get that controller oh the series xbox (laughs) holy crap the series x xbox just kind of already has that like same feel as the original xbox has that big green thing underneath like the cover it's like and it's that matte Mm -hmm. black so it's like kind of already in the same vibe of it yeah but i want that translucent black so here, here's a, a quote from Pablo Schreiber. He says, I don't do impressions. I play characters. He said, the, oh. he said okay. on the video games, uh, focus on Master Chief. Um, it says, I don't do impressions. I don't, uh, I play characters. While everyone knows the Master Chief, this show is an opportunity for all of us to get to know John. Yeah, no, so that means God. they're going to show him and not Master Chief. Yeah. Thank you for your kind words. We're all working incredibly hard to bring something to the screen so that everyone can get behind. I'm, I mean, I'm, not, I'm kind of okay. Is this going to be an origins of John one one seven before? I think, no, I think chief. they said it takes place during the whole saga. Like, uh, well, the origins of Chief is he was like a seven year old that was abducted by Halsey. <laughs> yeah. So I, there's probably yeah, but be a I mean, bit of leading up yeah to being before combat involved. Halo. TV show timeline. I think they've already told us uh, when it's set. So I'm going to go back and look. Uh, Halo TV show is an upcoming live action series produced by Showtime and planned to premiere Premier Plus. Okay. What? Halo the television series. Um... The problem is if they like going to focus on John, it kind of ruins the whole Master Chief vibe because like Master Chief's like you can see yourself in him, and, like he never shows his face, so you like it's always a mystery yeah. of like who it is. It's but, set during the Human Covenant War. Yeah, so that would be between Halo One and like Two, pretty much. No, between but the, the Human Covenant War was already existed 
when Halo One started. It'd be pre combat evolved, like pre Reach. It could be at the beginning of Reach was. Beginning like, of Reach is when we first found the Covenant because they the Spartans yeah. went there thinking it was like humans fighting back, but they was like, oh shit, so we got aliens. It'll fall anywhere <laughs> between Reach, the beginning of Reach, and Halo, the end of Halo Three. The Covenant found Reach because they knew what Reach was, and that's where they it, went. So the, uh, the fight's been going on in space, but I think even they, before Reach, right? is, yeah, I think Reach was the first time the Covenant came to um, a human world. To, the human world so so if this takes place pre-reach and they you know this is what leads up to who he is as master chief you know up to that point maybe having the mask on alters his voice and that's how they're going to play it maybe you know he doesn't have his helmet we don't see him um in that it'll yeah, be before maybe. it'll be after ce because cortana and is probably going to be in it yeah. right so i think it'll be like she got and cortana together yeah. right because he didn't get cortana until after reach because that's the whole objective of reach is getting cortana right. to chief right so ce at the beginning yeah. of ce is when they hook up so i think it's yeah. going to happen with the timeline of events between like halo and halo 2 and 3 and i think they they will probably start with the around Halo CE. And is it the end of like Halo Two is when they the Covenant like breaks apart and like humans team up with the elites and right. stuff. So, but I think we're gonna see like him without the helmet. We're gonna see him talking a lot. We're gonna see like you know behind the scenes. Maybe this is an opportunity to show when you're not controlling Chief and you know doing those like what happens. Like what is it? What is it like when Chief takes a piss? You know, what does Chief do in his off time? You know, yeah, yeah. What does he do? Like, how how how, does, how much does he eat? I He's don't know. All IV. It's all IV. He doesn't um, eat. Oh, did you did you guys see um, or hear about they're making a standalone Incredible Hulk movie? Uh, is, is that gonna, is that oh, a, is that official? Is that a rumor? World Breaker Hulk. Is, is it going to be the same Mark Ruffalo, or is it just going to be a different dude? No details uh, uh, have been said, um, but Ruffalo is going around and is saying that he's like, man, we need a standalone freaking Hulk movie, and so on. And then uh, uh, I was watching something, and uh, Insider came out and said that there is they're working on world breaker hulk a standalone hulk movie so this uh takes place after um end game so right now bruce banner's back being himself is no longer professor hulk and that's where this takes place um and then but he loses somebody and that's what makes him the angriest he's ever been and just goes back and destroys everything like hmm. we'll see yeah i'm um we'll see if it's, that it's ever officially okay. announced uh, these insiders that say this stuff i always like i'm like okay you know we'll see i like i don't know like a lot of these guys they say a lot of stuff and then it doesn't end up happening so um i'm curious it sounds awesome 
if it happens. Um, yeah, from the video I was watching, uh, the guy that the the insider where they got got the leak from, he's been pretty pretty accurate on a lot of his uh, leaks of with yeah. leaks within the MCU. So cool. that's fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I everybody, this was fun. Fun Pop was back, back back in action. Uh, Jasper. Uh, thanks for being here as always, dude. Yeah. Where can everybody find you, sir? Check me out at on Twitter at Jasper underscore gaming underscore and YouTube at Jasper Gaming. Uh, if San Andreas goes live tonight, I'll probably be streaming that at midnight if it's live tonight. So check that out. Nice. Um, so you're you're not buying the, the whole trilogy. You're just going with the San San Andreas. I'll buy Vice City if they sell it standalone. I haven't looked see if they sell it standalone. But I don't care about three. They don't yet. Yeah, cool. Um, which one is the one with Tommy as the main character? Was that Vice City or Three? I think that's Vice City. Vice City, I believe. Yeah, okay. I can't remember. I couldn't remember. All right, uh, Psycho. I think Alex is the three, right? Yeah, the first, the Vice City and Three like blur in my head. Yeah. Vice City's like Tommy Grissetta, some like Italian name or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um. Psycho, thanks for being here as well. And sorry, guys, I couldn't do last week. Um, oh, it's it okay. good to be back. Tell everybody where they can find yeah. you, Psychonauts. Yeah. Mad Jasper, it's always fun doing the show with you guys. Uh, chat, thanks for coming out. You guys are fantastic. Uh, you guys will find, well, you won't find me mm-hmm. Friday at uh, in the morning because I'll be playing El- uh, Elden Rings. Just got to throw that out there. Elder, you mean Elder Scroll? Elden Ring. Elder Rings. Oh. El- Eld- no. Elden Ring yeah, Technical I got the- Test. Okay. So I was one of the lucky few. I was I'm very surprised that not, not a lot of people got it. Um that I thought would get it in the community, but but yeah, you can find me um of course here every Wednesday at seven doing fun pop and Fridays with M7. Hopefully we'll have everyone back like we had last week. It was awesome. Um, you just find me there, Xbox Ultimate, nine o'clock, and then my YouTube channel, Gamer Chat Podcast, Gamer Chat One Word. Uh, I can't stream it. I, they big bold letters do not stream. It's like shit. Um, yeah, that's. I, I don't like why. Why not? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. because it's uh ongoing it's an early production i'm like gotta have confidence in your product yeah well no <laughs> shit people know that it's it's a freaking work in progress it's a beta beta <laughs> means full game right are. <laughs> so that, yeah, apparently the ponies now. it does <laughs> um all right so uh chat at the pixel bit g uh the harvest was the first glass planet yeah thank you for the lore reminder. Um, yeah, I've been doing a bunch of the later shit in Halo recently, trying to catch up with Infinite. So I yeah. looked at the early stuff. I kind of want to go and play five again before Infinite comes out, but then I don't want to play five again. Well, you can you stream know? it now, so you don't have to download it. You can stream it to the Xbox. Yeah, I don't. I know. I just don't want to play it. <laughs> but I, I want to. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch the cutscenes again. That's what I'll do. Um, oh, I'll find it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, G Bone, uh, thank you. Crazy Louie, thank you. 
uh spooky thank you um everybody who's here today uh for the show doom reaper big mad mo tony grasso um even my beautiful wife kate who was teasing me in the chat for uh, being a scaredy cat when i was a kid yes thank you all for being here um check this out on audio platforms also tomorrow is pm in the pm me and pong are gonna deep dive some shit friday xbox ultimate uh gonna be a fun show this week um for sure lots of lots of fun stuff to talk about and saturday fsp will return again i was able to do it last week but uh yeah full slate this week guys uh thank you for tuning in appreciate you all and we will see you again next time on fun pops see you guys later fun pop